It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. I've not done that. Weird. You know, I did not. It's amazing, <laughs> but I've not actually done that. Oh, well, what do you know? Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? You so. have to forgive me for my voice. I had major allergy, like, smash yesterday. Oh. So I'm a little vocally today. Gotcha. There, he didn't jump. Yay! We were scared you hey, jumped. Hey, all right. Hi, Jack. How are you? Yay! You guys have a much better view than we do. <laughs> hey, sorry about that. We were getting well, snacks. Not for us. Not for us. Not for us. Oh. Oh, <laughs> no snacks for us. Yeah, I understand. You still have one awake. Sorry to. Uh... Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah. Up. Oh, hey. <laughs> How's your volume? I can hear. Yeah, okay, I can good. hear good. Awesome. Hi. Hey, how are you? <laughs> cool. Oh, this is Jackson. Little, J- little Jackson. Little Jackson. Little, little troublemaker. <laughs> All right. Jackson, how old are you, buddy? How old are you? Are you 400? He's very quiet. 16, he says. 16? He's not doing so good. How's junior year going, buddy? Oh, yeah, right. He's a little behind. That's all right. It's all right. I, if it makes you feel better, I was. We were just trying to search for my child over text, so it doesn't get any easier when they get. <laughs> oh gosh! Don't tell us that. <laughs> like, uh, you need to explain the rules of darkness and coming home on time, because that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it gets easier. That's a complete lie. I'm not even going to pretend. That that. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Hi, Jackson. You going to sing for us? Hi, might, hi, might Jackson. sing a little bit. Jackson, do you sing? Say hi. Not really. He sometimes really. sings a little bit, right? Not any like Mississippi John Hurt or. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! None of the good stuff. We get enough of you. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again. Oh, I was just saying how the camera looked because. Pretty small over here. Do you see it? How's it look? Is it a good place or how's the lighting? Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Dante, I've got a plant behind me. You guys are in great shape. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're what's <laughs> ours to shame. So <laughs> I know it looks real. It's not. I know that's a shocker. It's oh a- yeah, that's I'm I'm so into the artificial plants. <laughs> explain to you because it started out like when we first started having to record podcasts from home ben who you see I, i'm pointing to him like he's that's me podcast. yes <laughs> so ben had said you know we need to make sure that you've got some background so that we can give a little bit of depth you know and yeah. so the only plant that we had on hand was a money tree and so what was it ben like the first four podcasts people are like <laughs> is that weed behind yeah you? 
<laughs> yes, it is. That's funny. Got you some extra viewers. <laughs> Five times loves you guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, how are you guys doing? Good. Good. Did some entertaining tonight? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So with, I, I'm so excited. This was this was a, the brainchild of Ben because we've Ben's been a part of the quarantine <laughs> since the beginning, and Ben and I have known each other forever. And so he's like, "You got to get that Dante guy on." He's. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the the view caught my eye, and then the music was like, "Oh, wow, he, he's fantastic too." So oh, I was like, he's "Perfect mix." So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, when. When we started, um, New York was the epicenter of the whole yeah. pandemic. So I think a lot of people, it kind of caught their eye like, oh, New York, what's going on? And <laughs> Dante, would be, Dante would get annoyed with me because I would always want to show everyone the empty street. Yeah. Because it was so crazy. No, I didn't mind it so much. I just thought it was, I'll be back. you know, it was a little much. Every show, yeah. look, the streets are empty again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, get it. Are they still mostly empty at the moment? No, no, it's so. It's no, getting, uh, no, it's getting pretty packed in again. Yeah. They're pretty strict on stuff around here, though. They're not really letting up on the, on the, uh, you know, dining a little bit. They're gonna start allow start allowing. We don't have dining inside yet. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's smart. So, yeah. Yeah. So and then and then you know mm. they have it on the street. They did all the, they put all these. Um, uh, these little, these very thin barriers up right in the street where everybody's speeding by, so hmm. people could get like you know they're sitting in the street, <laughs> yeah, right by all the traffic and the drunk drivers. It's oh pretty, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty odd scene. Yeah. Are you from New York originally? I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I grew up here. So. Okay. I grew up actually on this block. Did you really? Yeah, across the street. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Jessica grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Ah, hey, that's that's close to where we are. Yeah, that's not too far. From oh, here yeah, yeah. Far. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I think Jessica, I to don't brag. <laughs> so braggy. No, Columbus is a good spot. We we dig it. I mean, it's it's okay. It's, okay. <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement. Right? Yeah. Did you come here? Well, good to you. Yeah. Columbus is Columbus is okay. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. That's gonna that's gonna show up on t-shirts and mugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. One. Columbus, pretty Columbus. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay for me. Yes. So Jess, how did you end up in New York then? Um, you know, I was in college and I came here for a summer okay. and I just stayed. <laughs> I liked it so much. Um, I just, you know, like I was almost done with college. So I just kind of studied abroad here. I found a college that I could take. Like I was actually like the first online quarantiner because I took all my classes online. Oh, wow. Yeah. You knew this way long before. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. I'm, She's a quarantiner a from the past. Yeah. yeah. She's a, she's a yeah. quarantiner at heart. That's right. And I was bartending down in the village at this like super old pool bar, one of the oldest bars in the city. And he was a regular there. Okay. And so that's how I met him. Nice. 
There it is. <laughs> there it is. Yes. What, did you, what did you study in school? Uh, psychology. Like a million other people. But I came here, you know, like I started acting and stuff like that. I was doing all of that. Um, did you ever see that Seinfeld where he's like, you know, she's in New York. She wants, she came here to be a, you know, an actress or a, or a model or a TV anchor person or a weather lady. <laughs> weather, <yeah. laughs> that's me in like half of middle America, I think. <laughs> that's, I mean, I think that that's the funny thing about the Midwest is how many people end up in New York City of, yeah. you know, it's when I visited and telling people that I was meeting, like, yeah, I'm from Ohio. They're like, I know a ton of people from Ohio. It's like, yeah, yeah we, I mean, it's okay, but. Yeah, yeah, I like the thumbs up. Yeah, it's so Ohio, it's okay. Okay, except then I feel bad for It Oklahoma, should be, you know? it should be Ohio, we get around. Yeah, that makes us sound like an STD, Dante, so we're oh. not that. That's true. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we could try to avoid that at all costs. That'd be great. Yeah. I'll work on Not it. A I have other ideas. <laughs> we'll get back to you. I have other ideas. <laughs> the Columbus City Council is just going to get flooded with emails tomorrow. Like, <laughs> we have the new slogan for our city. It's, like, it's not an STD, but it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, I like it. Columbus, it's going around. <laughs> <laughs> Oh and God. you have to send it in with your like really great radio voice oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's getting tell them that we paid for somebody to actually record it and everything yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm choking on my water ben talk for me okay um <laughs> it's nice to be from new york and try to convince another uh state or city that it's an std <laughs> new york should is definitely the, should be the more diseased place uh, i'm disease, sure it is you know. that's why we were the epicenter of the pandemic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love that you love bragging about being a i'll have shared some headlines about the pandemic as well though i think so we, we've had some some wildness going on here too yeah well, well, well like new york have. though but you know yeah hey neither of us are florida you know so, yeah yeah we're not florida another slogan <laughs> that is that that should be the slogan of the rest of the united states is, yes. we are not florida, not florida. <laughs> until you enter florida yeah, that's that's yeah. if you are in florida i do not apologize <laughs> there goes our whole listening front from florida yeah oh crushing blow but i really like florida do you yes no. I don't know. I, I was trying to save it. We know. We I used to vacation in the Keys every year. Florida's yeah. awesome. Okay, there you go. See, we're back on track. Thank you. Florida's back. Florida's, Florida's back. back. Come back, baby. Florida's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Florida I like the way that you do it. You, the way your hand comes in is kind of cool. Yes, working on Inside. it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so we've screwed Florida. They're no longer going to listen. Yeah, that's that. They're out. Heather Graham, we I spoke badly about Heather Graham. Oh, oh yeah, no, she's Graham? out. Yeah, that? she's out. Well, yeah. Boogie Nights? Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Huh. She's not my favorite, so we've lost okay. Heather Graham as a listener. Okay. Wow. Um, she was so... Uh, she didn't even send an email about it either. It was no, kind of sad. Yeah. yeah, she's ghosting us. She might have been ghosting us before all of this happened, but... Yeah. This is like the anti-Heather Graham podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to anti. I appreciate her, what she does. I just, she's yeah. not my favorite. She was in Swingers. 
She was in Sweeney. She was, yeah. That was a phenomenal soundtrack. It was one of my yes. favorite. Yeah. That is a good one. Reservoir Dogs is another. Yes. Um, what about you guys? Best movie soundtracks. Best movie soundtracks? Wait, it's the social club. That's not a movie. <laughs> it's a documentary. <laughs> that count? No. <laughs> about the music? <laughs> what about, um, what about like the confused. HBO shows? Uh, their the like intros does that count hmm. it's on a cd we'll give hmm. it to you sure i said okay. cd oh my gosh wow there's some <laughs> right there put it on your eight track and play it it'll be great <laughs> this happens a lot so. it's all right <laughs> it's all right we listen i listen to cds do you yeah in the car oh in the car yeah i did you have CD like place. the big book of cds when you did road trips oh yeah i yeah. still have it <laughs> Like in the back of the closet. That's, that's why I asked because we recently just found ours. We also know we have pretty much nothing to play it on. Mm. Yeah. But Jess has her with like 7,000 college girl scratches on her seats. Same. True. They True. all go into the same pocket. Don't you know that? <laughs> well, yeah, because then, I mean, when you're putting it while you're driving, not that it's safe to drive and put CDs right. in their pockets. <laughs> PSA from speakeasy. No, but I, just because you'd shove them in while you're driving and so they'd all tear and you're like, crap, I got to put another one on top of this one. And then that I, is not how I treated my CDs. No, no, at all. I always <laughs> imagine like, like Jess kind of like driving down the highway, like Bunny Lebowski from the big Lebowski. <laughs> kind of accurate. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally accurate. Like with their head back. Especially like when like, Almond Brothers came on. Forget yeah. it. <laughs> like just like speeding away. Yeah, eight yeah, cops on her trail. Yeah. yeah, trying to make it home before curfew. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mastered the art of knee driving, which again, PSA from Speak Easily, don't knee drive. But I also drove stick shift, so I was able to drive with my knee, change gears, put CDs in. This is really oh this is how I die. It's not texting and driving; it's switching CDs and driving with my knee. Wow. Yeah, because I lived in Kentucky for a while, so that was a five and a half hour drive that I was able to get without stopping. You got to get some knee driving in that amount of time. You know? Wow. I've never seen knee driving. Knee <laughs> driving? Was that what this is about? Yeah, I don't recommend it. So, I mean, like, what, were you, like, laying down? No, 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 no. You, just, you, <laughs> you get your knee tucked up on the steering wheel. Are you a I want to see, like see this, like, in real life. Okay. You just picture like she's a lazy driver. Like she lays. She's got one foot out the window yeah. on the left hand side by yeah. the by the rear view. She's yeah. riding with Jess in that convertible. Yes, yeah. On the Lebowski. Yes. We're late for curfew. Right. But we have all ten toes, right? We're not I think so, yeah. She did, right? She did. That's one of Ben's favorite movies. That oh, is definitely. my favorite. Yeah, so absolute favorite movie. Yes. Yeah. It's weird. It's not it's... fair. She cut off her toe. Not fair. I will quote that movie all night yes. long. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. We can't get into that. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't that Who's the Nihilist? Was that Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers? He was what? one of them, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. One of the one of Nihilist was Flea. One of the Nihilist. Yeah. <laughs> that, must be exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Slap the bass, play a movie star, you know, yeah. whatever brings in the paychecks. So. Yeah, right. So how are you guys doing? I mean, you're, are things kind of getting back to normal? Jess is all right. I mean, she's okay. 
yeah, things are normal-ish, you know, they're much more normal than they were Yeah. before. I mean, it's, you know, everyone's walking around with masks and, um, which is good. We the like kids that. are like homeschooling. We, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Dante's a firefighter, so. Oh my goodness. Are you really? That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I do that and, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> occasionally run into a burning building, you know. Yeah. Jess is my my fan. My, my she, she comes to the firehouse. She's like one of those creepy people. Well, we just found this app that they have here. And stalker. It's like, yeah, it's like a stalker app. You can um, you can like see what's what emergencies are happening in the neighborhood. So when he's working, it'll like ping if there's a fire or something near us. And people will like, there'll be a fire down the hall and people will like peek out their, their door and like videotape the fire. It's crazy. Is that what ping means? The little ping. Yeah, you know, like when, you're, when your phone gives you a message. Like, yeah. It's crazy. So we can like watch them like real time putting out fires. It's crazy. I feel like this is how Spider-Man gets his job done, right? <laughs> this is what he's using. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, what you see in the movie, it's all fake. It's none of yeah. that spidey sense. It's a <laughs> no. He's staring at his phone. Yeah. He's got an app. Now right. we know. Like, must get off Facebook. Must listen for ping. <laughs> the app. Yeah. Spidey app. Oh my gosh. How long have you been a firefighter? Thirteen years. Okay. So. Wow. Now is that like a is that like a twelve on twelve off kind of thing or? Um, it's uh tw it's twenty four on and off. Okay. Uh, twenty four no oh, twenty four thirty six something like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't really keep track of the days very well. So he goes <laughs> in every few days for twenty four hours. <laughs> Thank you, Chess. <laughs> well, that's. I don't know. I don't, That's why I'm here to translate. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Translates for me. So don't speak for it. <laughs> it's just going to keep coming back to that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, we are on Facebook Live. Did we mention that, Ben? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. We're back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> You're just rolling the Facebook tonight. Yeah. We're like all day, all day, every day, yeah. Facebook Live. We used to do it every day yeah. for. Uh, I guess right when this all started, we did this like every day. We did yeah. this show uh, with the exception of the days I was working. So yeah, it was yeah. like, we were doing it a lot. Yes. Yeah. But we I mean, like, there was nothing else yeah. to do. Absolutely. There was nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, we were stuck inside. We were allowed to like go out for groceries sometimes. Yeah, we cut it down a little bit. Yeah. We're doing like three times a week now, which is still yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's, it's better though. It's probably nice yeah. to get out and about a little bit. And right. Yeah. The other humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. I like the humans on the show better than the humans outside. In real life. Show, yeah. <laughs> People come and we just hang out. It's really fun, actually. Yeah. Well, you guys, you've been, we yeah. treat it like a hangout. It's very therapeutic for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, when, when everything was locked down here and we were doing the show, it was like, you know, you couldn't really have interactions with people anymore. Not even like your neighbors, you know, everyone was locked in tight. And so we've, got on here and and people would show up every night you know and it was the same people and we all got to know each other and it's like Aww. so nice you know it's like it was it, it's like oh we felt like we feel like we're like hanging out with friends again you know and it really kept me sane I don't know about you but like 
Jessica hadn't been out for a couple of years anyway before the <laughs> pandemic happened. So it was like, I think for her, it was like, there, she was very like, she was unaware there were people left yeah. in the world. Uh, so it was really, she was like, wow. She I thought to, we were like going to post a like, apocalyptic. Yeah, she doesn't really, world. she doesn't get out, you know. Um, yeah, I tinted the windows. <laughs> so Jess was here before she knew how to college study quarantine and she <laughs> so she's been like way ahead of all of us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i got i got quarantine down solid <laughs> nailed it, nailed it. Yeah. good quarantine so are the kids there going back to school or is that a thing yeah um so like you have at my at our daughter's school you have the option to either go in or not but because um, there's so many kids in these schools and the schools are so small, they're like packed in. Right. So in order to get like six feet radius, they have to go every three days. So they have like cohorts. So the kids only, the one, ours are not going in because okay. they said like they wouldn't be able to wear a mask all day. Okay. But um, the kids who go in only are in like six days a month, so. Another parent asked me what what cohort is your kid? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what he was talking <laughs> was about. And I was like, what? And like, he just, uh, he he asked me again, and then he realized I was one of those parents that had no idea what was going on. Well, probably like, the situation of- Would you ask somebody that? What cohort? Why don't you just say it like- a uh, 26, right? Yeah. yeah. Cohort five, yeah. <laughs> SB12. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know about that one, huh? Well, that's the special that's oh, it's for it's yeah, you wouldn't have heard about it. It's different. Yeah. Father yeah. Now. <laughs> well, and the, honestly, there's probably parents that do have their kids in a cohort that still have no idea what cohort their kids are in. At least that's what we're seeing because ours are going back on uh, Monday. Okay. So ours will go a week on and then take a week off. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, oh, so they go every other week. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't be happier. Oh my gosh, get them out of my house. I love them, <laughs> but oh. Yeah, mine are, mine are seventh grade and fourth grade. So we're ready. It's time. Yeah. It's time. It's, yeah. it's like, you know how to wear your mask. You know how to wash your hands. Yeah. All that stuff and leave my house. Okay. Love you. <laughs> so, love you. See you later. <laughs> and they're ready too. You know, it's, it's just the hope yeah. that people are smart about it and they follow what they're supposed to be doing and We'll yeah. What could go wrong? I mean, really. <laughs> Another pandemic. Oh, that's all. Yeah. No big deal. Great for people like me who love staying at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that was, I mean, that was the whole premise of starting this whole quarantine creative group. And I'm so glad that you guys became a part of that. It's been so neat to see so many just jumping on and throwing themselves into the ring. Like, hey, here's my stuff. Don't care if you like it or not, but here's my stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just been a fun way to, to hear from people that otherwise would never have heard other forms of music or seen other types of That's art, true. drama, that sort of thing. So definitely yeah. lets you see what you kind of focus in on what's going on around the country, around the world. It's yeah. it's very cool for that. You know? it yeah, is. it's been fun. And just, I think as long as you treat it like a different thing, you know, it's not it's never going to be the same kind of thing as being at a venue, but it can be its own very cool thing in a different way yeah. you know you I, one of the things i first really liked about live streaming was the fact that you can have an intimate setting like you know us sitting out here in the balcony and then you can have people who are actually having a conversation while you're doing it and they're not interrupting 
but yeah. they're part of it and they're, you know, they're interacting with you in a way that you would never interact if you were at a show. Right. Because of that, you know, sort of barrier that's always between the artist and the, and the, and the, you know, the crowd or the, you know, mm -hmm. so, or the audience. And, um, and that's a really unique, cool thing. And I think if you do the things with the live streaming that are unique to live streaming, you don't try to make it what it can't be and you make it what it can be and what only it can be. I right. think it's very cool. And, you yeah. know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it, you know, a situation where people can hang out here, you know, music in an intimate setting, get a great view, but really be hanging out and really be enjoying themselves and uh, co communicating, right. you know, yeah. sharing stories, sharing their day, sharing where they are in the world. That's a very cool thing. And yeah. that, is, that is a very hard thing to attain through, you know, I don't know. Unless you know you have a world class ticket and you're flying around a lot. Well, and you you could never have that kind of interaction with a fan in, in real life. You know what I mean? Whether no matter what kind of art form you're doing, you know, it's like um, we've gotten to know some people on these live streams. Like they'll tell us very intimate things about you know problems they're having or or great things that just happened or. Um, you know, a lot of people will comment about um, family that got over, just got over COVID or something like that. You know, it's like, you, you would never be able to do that right. at a concert. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't connect on that level. Absolutely. And just to have those conversations, whether strange or just every day, you know, I mean, it's kind of like having you guys on. And that's what's for us has been fun with the podcast is that we typically, um, we typically just interview people within Columbus. That's sort of how this started. Sorry, I hit my plant. <laughs> Don't want to knock <laughs> it off. Um, but we, we typically just have people from the city and ask them their stories and have conversations. But this has provided this bizarrely beautiful way of like, hey, I think you're cool. Can you guys just have a come have a conversation? Right. Um, you can kind of do, you can get, yeah. You can get access more than anything you want to do. Yeah. yeah. And because and because we're all so limited in, in like what we can do, it kind of makes it easier because every, no one expects some big professional thing. We don't have to go to a studio to do an interview, you know, or to a venue to play a show. It's like you just kind of you reach out to someone and say, like, hey, you want to join me? OK, it's, yeah. yep. you know, it, it's much easier. Absolutely. And then the, the fact that we're not having to buy a ticket and we're not having to show up at a certain place at a certain time to see a certain show, it, you know, being an actor, it's like, oh yeah, sure. I'll be there at your two week run. And then two weeks later, I'm like, whoops. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Didn't make Plus, it. Yeah. That's another thing. I feel like I've consumed so much more of the arts in since March than I normally would have because I'm friends with a lot of actors and musicians and stuff yeah. like that too. And and so I'm seeing all the stuff that they're doing and there's no way I would be able to make all their shows and, no. and performances, you know? No. You're a consumer now. Yeah. <laughs> I consume. I consume. Consume away, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I consume okay. You consume away. <laughs> I think one of the th cool things too is that there's always like, this is kind of like, I think just the way the world moves a little bit, whether it's true I think people want more of a reality base. I mean, it's always been moving that direction from the awful reality TV shows that everybody got accepted. But there was a, you know, 
there's a good thing about that. You know, they're, even though that's kind of staged and, you know, you know, they would always tell people, you know, you know, how to kind of act in this reality show. But the truth is people kind of don't want the fake act. They don't want the mystique. They don't want, they don't want this guy, you know, you know, smoking a cigarette and, you, you know, being just like this character. Right. They want to just interact with people. I think, you know, I mean, I don't know. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that that's a cool thing. And I think that's something that once people, when people learn that they don't, that they can just be themselves, that's what's going to, that's what people are going to enjoy about them. And they're going to enjoy, you know, um, you know, they're going to enjoy the, the, the experience a lot more. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nobody, nobody wants anything. It's, it's kind of the way the world has moved, you know? Yeah. And you can feel it on social media and stuff when, it, when it's not genuine, when it's, yeah. you know. Right. Do you, Dante, do you miss playing in venues? I do. I do miss that. I, you know, I'd obviously like to do both. Um, I, I think that there's a lot, there's so much that goes with tour, you know, touring, going on tours and playing. So it is exhausting. And it's like, you know, this is really nice with, with kids and everything. You know, this is a very unique thing to be able to stay home, come outside and always have an audience that, yeah. you know is really cool people and really fun to hang with and uh so this is great you know um i i would probably i would probably like to keep doing this you know but i would of course love to you know play out there's just that's just another as i said totally separate experience that i really enjoy doing um i do miss that you know i really made a long way of answering that i kind of was like yes yes but let me tell you everything else going on you're not a topic you're not a topic <laughs> <laughs> yeah jessica thinks that i talk too much i think she talks a lot too though i think we learn a lot about our spouses during quarantine and i <laughs> <laughs> there are certain sure. things that i've told my husband you are never allowed to say this again like if you, <laughs> if you say circle back during a meeting one more time i'm gonna throat punch you i really will i hope he's not listening <laughs> sorry hon <laughs> He's out too. He's not gonna watch your watch the podcast anymore he's, either. He's like, I don't want to listen to her any more than I have to at home. <laughs> but no, he's at home every day, working from home in the house every day. It's <laughs> it's a small house. Uh, we've learned that definitely over the yeah years. yeah yeah. We we do luckily have a backyard, and now we have a hammock, and that's become the house. Oh yeah, a hammock. Yeah, hammock's good. Yeah. It is. Got the rope slung over the tree branch so I can just kind of like keep myself rocking and sweet. It's nice. It's needed. I call it my second office at this point. Yeah. Um, little spaces are good. Yeah. Little spaces to go to. Doesn't really matter what they are. That's I put true. up my kids' bunk bed. They were actually my old bunk beds. And I've just been going in and sitting in their bunk beds. I'll be and like, where's Dante? Where'd he go? Yeah, he's I, like hiding. Sometimes up there. I pull the mattress back and I just sit on the wood. So I feel, pretend I'm in a loft. Aww. And that's one of my spaces. And this is one of my spaces. Yeah. But it's funny, like, you just have spaces in life. Yeah. Little places you can go to that make you feel happy. It's true. Little happy places, yeah. Jess. Where's your happy place? I, my happy place is um, on I'm the inter- balcony. I'm going to interview Jess for a second. <laughs> I like the balcony over. Who are uh, you? Over here where I can What do you do? Tell us more about yourself. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing with your life? No. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not going there. Not on a balcony yeah, with a yeah. Hopefully not like easy Italian. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
I don't know where I was going with that. No, I, I still want to know where Jess's happy place is. Yeah, where is your happy place? Um, it's on the balcony. Okay. Over here we have, happy we, have a, <laughs> we have a little um, like a little bench with a cushion. And in the afternoon, the sun hits it, and it's just like, it's just amazing. Yeah, I'm I have to compliment the balcony because, like, that's literally what drew me to you guys. And at the, I was like, wow, that's an incredible view. Yeah. And how high up are you guys? We're 18 stories up. Um, wow. So, and we don't have a, we don't have much of a blocking view. Yeah. So we have, we have this other camera we show sometimes. We have a couple cameras set up for the show, and we do have a really nice view of the Freedom Tower. Uh, the moon sometimes, yeah. and then the Empire State Building. Empire State Building that way. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah, we yeah. can yeah. do a little walk around at the end. I oh, suppose yeah. if you if, yeah, there you go. if there you're feeling walky. I think the last time I watched you guys live, there was one camera angle that freaked me out. I thought Dante was hanging over the balcony. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like my mama heart just sort of stopped. It's <laughs> like, get yeah. back over there. Been. It's possible. Is that from above, maybe? <laughs> And it was those, just, uh, I had just tuned in and I couldn't quite see it. I'm like, oh, holy shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been one of those two bottlenecks. Yeah. <laughs> not that I've ever had any of those. No, I, no, no. No not idea you, what no, you're not, talking about. I, I can tell. Two bottles what? Wait, what? <laughs> two bottles water. What? <laughs> oh. Oh, waiting until I get home. Yep. <laughs> so have you guys been meeting fans from all over like have you met some yeah we we, we it's so many people have just like um we've just been making connections yeah, people with... tune in from all over the country all over the globe we have we have people who regularly tune in at 7 a.m in um, manila and the philippines and australia and new zealand and That's then cool. um remember we have we have this guy who tunes in at 3 a.m from um where was he i don't know, I know somewhere <laughs> wherever it's 3 a.m when it's seven here oh my and we, we like there's a ton of people from the uk and scotland or well the uk who um like stay up to watch him at midnight and they'll say like you know let us know if you're not playing because it's always really rough for us the next morning like if you have to take a day off let us know <laughs> oh my gosh that's so cool. Yeah. And then, of course, all over the States and Canada. Yeah. And Brazil, we, we have a guy who's... They're really been... just tuning in for Jess's sick melodica solos. Yeah, that is pretty... Play a melodica solo right now. Jess, no can one... I... Confession to you, I'm really embarrassed because I was I was telling somebody about you guys and I was like, she plays this amazing instrument. What did I call it, Ben? Like a blowhorn? And... Oh, yeah, it was. I think it was blow, blow horn or blow. Yeah, I like the blow piano. The blow, the blow <laughs> horn. The, blow horn piano. Really the master of the blow horn. She yeah. plays the foggy goggle. Yeah, I wouldn't know what it's called either. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't play anything before quarantine. Dante made me start learning instruments. <laughs> what is That's next? true. Like, do you have another one coming up or? Uh, well, instrument? We, we have an instrument that he brought home the other day. What was that? The accordion. Oh yeah, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the accordion. Play piano. Uh, I, he's taught me like a little bit of piano, so I, I I can play a little bit. Yeah, but a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there you have it. I haven't played in a while. Well, you've got the blow <laughs> piano, so I mean that's. Yeah, the blow piano. <laughs> yes, you do have. Can the we blow. start calling it that? <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> if you want to. 
It's I'm the daughter of an opera singer. My mother's probably gonna kill me. Oh, wow. I don't think opera singers know about melodica. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, not a lot of crossover in the melodica. But they yeah. know about the blow piano. <laughs> <laughs> which is a whole different beast yeah. are we still talking about the melodic yeah. <laughs> yes we've changed its name dante i don't know if you caught that or not but <laughs> i don't know I, I didn't know we were talking about melodic <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess it could go for the accordion as well sure that could also they all blow <laughs> <laughs> they don't blow quite as much but yeah. <laughs> is the accordion hard to play oh uh, the accordion yeah it is. well yeah I don't really play. I can't it. even <laughs> hold it. It's like huge. It always seems sort of like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time to me. Yeah, I mean, because it's got. If you, if you get, if you do, if you go with the with both hands, I mean, a lot you can make a sound and you can play. The, but there's yeah. two sides. There's two sides to every story. Yeah. Yeah. And being really like, he'll bring home some random instrument, then he learns how to play it. He like figures it out, and then, and then if if it's easy enough, then he teaches me. He gets passed on. I have no right. friends. Nobody will play with me anymore. <laughs> What's the weirdest instrument you've ever played, Dante? Hmm. I don't know about weirdest. I think the most unusual is probably I have a, a mandocello, which is a, um, a like a giant mandolin. Yeah. And it, um, is, it, is it played like a cello with the bass? And no, it, it's played like a mandolin, but it, it is in the cello tuning and the cello register. And they, they were like uh, in the in the early 1900s a lot of people there was like a family there were families of mandolins basically and there was the mandolin the uh mandola the octave mandolin and the mandocello and they were all like you know they they kind of like were very very popular the mandolin was very popular in the yeah. early part of the 19 you know hundreds and the mandocello yeah. sort of just disappeared um after you know i don't know i don't know when they stopped making it but you don't really see many anymore a Weber, a Weber company makes some, but they're very expensive. I had mine, I bought mine just like uh, someone made somewhere in China. Okay. They kind of, so I got a little cheaper. This is this is it right here. Oh, wow. So it's very it unusual. Like it's probably not too. Wow. <laughs> no, it's not really too. <laughs> Dante, how long have you been playing music? Uh, I started playing uh, guitar. Uh, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, man. We all know that. I've been playing uh, since I was a little kid. Um, I've been playing uh, guitar, but then I didn't really, I didn't really like work on it much until I was in my 20s, and I started it. You know, I kind of got this like ADD thing happening, so I started <laughs> different instruments, and then uh, I played. Uh, I started playing upright bass, and I just always kind of wanted to move around and um, and play a lot of stuff. But I've been playing music my whole life, really. Nice. Um, yeah, thirty-five years maybe. Wow. So. And you're only thirty, right? So that's amazing. Yeah, it's weird. I'm. It's actually 25. Oh. <laughs> and I'm even younger without the beard. <laughs> this is my first beard. 
Really? It's not really a beard. They're not allowed to have beards in the fire department. It's getting, I'm just uh, a couple of days off and I'm letting it go oh. a little bit. Jess just, loves it. That's why. And then you have to, you have to shave it off all again. Yeah, I have to shave it off. Is there a reason you're not allowed to have a beard in the fire department? Uh, the face piece doesn't fit. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Down. That makes sense. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, you, I, I just saw some instruments come out. I mean, you guys are more than welcome to play if you'd like to. Do you want to play a song? Okay. Let's play a song. Play us something. What should I get? Hey, I got a hankering for some folk music. <laughs> oh, I should, I should probably get a blowhorn. <laughs> the blowhorn. <laughs> the blow piano, man. Get out the blowhorn and play us a tune. Go. Me hearties. <laughs> Just like I was going to put us to sleep with some prayer horn. <laughs> <laughs> You're hearing on the other side? What are you hearing? Because when I play from that side, it's too loud. Precarious. <laughs> oh my god, you are really in a bad spot. <laughs> All right. Okay, what do we play? <laughs> I don't know. We could play Moonlight. We like Moonlight. Okay. Moonlight was an A minor. And I have my foot percussion right now. So if you hear nice. little things popping and splashing, that's me. It's not, it's not some uh, neighbor getting angry. We might have that. I decided to live forever or die trying. Long as I held you in my arms, close and stay at peace with the world and the love inside you die. One more dance you'd say, the devil comes today.
That was awesome. Very nice. Thanks. <laughs> oh, she's going under. And she is. You made it. You made it, love. With your blow horn. She held the blow horn up and for a split second I thought for a second I thought she was gonna drop it over the side. Oh yeah. yeah. No, yeah. she was she was going over herself yeah. for a second. That was not a, uh, a spot you've been in in uh, I have never seen you. Well, the this banjo is, was right there. You really so. trust my carpentry. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I wouldn't. Yeah, things people are spouses over the quarantine, right? Yeah. Quarantine yeah. Jess couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> she went over with her blow horn. She went over with her blow horn. <laughs> I'm going! And I'm taking it with me! That's right. <laughs> what am I waiting for? <laughs> What are your um, favorite music influences? Oh, um, I uh, I like um, I I don't have a lot of modern day influences. I don't, I just I'm just not very good at learning new things. <laughs> learning new, I don't know. I listen to Tom Waits a lot. I listen to Bob Dylan. Um, I listen to my records, my old records, and that's kind of. I really should discover something eventually. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like stuff when I hear it. I just don't. I have trouble uh, searching stuff. Yeah. Out. Well, at home, at home, we usually are listening to your vinyls. Yeah, you know. He has we're this a old record collection. <laughs> yeah, he has this old record collection that used to be his dad's. Okay. And obviously, he's added to it. I've over added the to years. it for sure. Jess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, yeah, I like loved... a lot of stuff. You know, I like a I like a lot of really old uh, traditional tunes, you know, a lot of, you know, from everything from Appalachian music to jazz, you know, to New Orleans style, you know. Yeah. I love it all, I love it all, <laughs> suck it your, all Your sound in. is like pretty eclectic within that like roots and hmm. kind of like with a dash of Tom Waits. <laughs> in parentheses, some Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, right. Semicolon. Well, be like who? roots. <laughs> No, that, I, mean, that I was, was just getting grammatical. Dylan was always what I heard in your voice. Yeah. I, mean, like, I can hear weights too, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I think, you know, what we were raised on probably has a huge impact. I'm a you know, hardcore Beatles fan and have been. And, you know, instead of bedtime stories, dad would tell us, okay, look at this album, see how the poly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, you know, we all get wow. Mom liked Barry Manilow, so we'll just leave that there. But <laughs> you know, I just don't. I don't like listening to. Um, I like putting the records on. I don't like listening to the to streaming that much. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I just don't like it. I don't know. What was your very first record that you had? Like your first album. My first record I owned. Yeah. I, that was still when records were were being were sold before CDs. Right. Yeah. That was Talking Heads. What was that one called? Little Creatures, maybe? Talking Heads, Little Creatures. That's a good album. Yeah. And my brother got, he got gypped. He got Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> Which, those are the two albums we came home with when we were I little kids. I think I had kids. the Weird Al tape. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had the cassette. He got Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I got Road to Nowhere, baby. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Our My first, first CD was was the Birds' greatest hits. Ooh, turn, turn, turn. Wow. Yes. Except you couldn't turn, turn, turn the CD because that just didn't happen. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. It's true. Yeah, that's all right. So when we, I remember going to the store as a family and getting our first CD player, which was a huge deal. And that my parents allowed, oh, wow. they were going to pick out one CD and my sister and I were going to pick out one. And they picked the Broadway cast album of Les Miserables, which we're like, that sounds stupid. Who's <laughs> going to listen to that? Um, I did. And <laughs> instead of my sister, <laughs> yeah, we picked Millie Vanilli. Um, so you can kind of gauge what year that might have been. <clears throat> oh, blame was that the live album? <laughs> the live album. <laughs> it was very quiet. Uh, <laughs> it was exactly like the live album. <laughs> it's amazing. So good. No. Wow. That CD I do still have. <laughs> I feel like I could get some money out of that someday. Wow. You think so? Um, you know, if Rob and Fat have <laughs> some family that wants it down the line, I might get like four bucks out of it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on to it. Well, it's probably pretty rare. I mean, you probably can't find it. Yeah. I, I would imagine. I don't also know who would. It's not like they're still putting out. Yeah, that's the problem. One of them is dead. I believe one of them is a DJ oh, in oh. Uh, LA, I think, or at least was for a while. Okay. I don't remember if that was Millie or Vanilla. Some fact, no. Well, this I, I'm full of those. <laughs> According to VH1 behind the music, and this is what <laughs> one of them died of a drug overdose, I'm pretty sure. So, but again, Rob or Fab, I don't recall, quite frankly. Um, oh, is that their names? Rob and Fab? Rob and Fab. And I don't know who's Millie and who was Vanilli or vice versa. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it didn't work, needless to say. So, but that CD we were pretty psyched about when we got that in 1988. It's gonna be good. Oh yeah, I loved that song back then. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> they were on some TV. People are very hard on lip syncers. Yeah. Now there's well, a television show yeah. where people go on and lip sync. You know. So, oh, yeah. Really? yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, there's the a lip, lip sync battle See? that that like celebrities they, they go on have... and go on in their lip sync songs. Garth Brooks got in trouble recently for it, right? Oh, really? Lips. They should have uh, Millie or Vanilli host that show. Totally, that's a great idea. I guess it's like you know I can I kind of like can see like the they're doing like if you're doing like 200 shows a year and you're and you like you you play those massive stadiums, right? Right. And then you have a your voice is, you lost your voice. Of course, so what either do you, do? Either you, you have to cancel the show or you have to hope that nobody So it's like a choice of like, are you gonna give a better, are you gonna, like what kind of a performer are you? Like I don't, for certain performers, I think it, it's, it, would, be t it would be terrible, yeah. but for other performers, it's kind of like, it's kind of about the, the big production anyway. Yeah, like- You know, some stuff's not yeah. really about the music right. much well, anyway, you know, so like, you know, I don't wanna, I know you're a huge Millie Vanilli fan. I don't wanna, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to say anything bad about Millie Vanilli. You know what? We but... can always hit stop on the recording if it gets really. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might want them to come on the podcast sometime, or at least after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Go on with your. Get... Oh, so I was just saying, like you know, sometimes some of the stuff we that 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 people that people do are just these kind of big pyrotechnic shows, and it's, it's a lot. It's a lot more than than a musical product production you know it's a, yeah. yeah right so like they probably would be like well we're going to cancel all this because with the singing doesn't even matter <laughs> right, right. 
Does that sound bad? Is that jaded? I don't know. No, it's but you think about artists like Adele who had to cancel half of her tour because well she was singing properly. But beyond that, like that's how much money yeah. gives back to the patrons. Of course, right now everybody's in the same boat, but I you know, it's it's insane. Right. It's insane. It's a lot of performing and I get yeah. it. But, you know, what do you do? Yeah. They should just play less. Yeah. Yeah. Like one show a week. Well, I think, you know, it... Yeah. It'd be a really good show. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I go see, I've seen concerts and they just seem so bored. Like they've... Yeah. Well, that's what I've heard. Like, never go to the third day. Like, if if a band is coming and is but playing New York three days, day. don't go the third day. Go the first, because they'll be the best that so day. So the third day in New York, it's like the 200th day. <laughs> Right, right. Playing that same. No, but I know, but like they're gonna have a break somewhere, right? They're probably gonna have a break before that. that Some of them are right. pretty, pretty much all, pretty the time. all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not us. <laughs> Not anymore. Right? Not anybody anymore. Yeah. What is the best concert you've ever seen live, hands down, both of you? Um. I like Leonard Cohen at Radio City I Musical. I was just gonna say that. I thought that was really cool. That's I saw awesome. that. I like. I saw. I, I'm a much more smaller venue guy. I don't really like concerts. So, like to say, like that was like one of my favorite concerts because it was really quiet and it was it was just like you really could. He was doing his. You know, he's he's. You know, I'm a huge Leonard Cohen fan. So, um, uh, that was really cool to see him. You know, before he died. And um, but normally I like smaller venues. I see. I saw. Jack Elliott a few times back, like 20 years ago. That was cool in smaller venues. I'm trying to think of us. I never really liked, I don't want to say anything bad, but like, I don't like to say bad things about performers, but I didn't really enjoy Dylan's performances. It's because it felt very disconnected um, when I'd see him. You know, not so much of a criticism, it's just I didn't really, I like to connect a little more. That, that's sort of the concert, you know, thing. I really, I really, I really like little venues, you know. I like That's playing cool. them and I like seeing performers in them. A concert's a whole different experience, you know, it's, but it's it's just not, I'm just not that into it. So that would probably be my favorite. I haven't been to that many in my yeah. whole life. I've probably been to like, you know, like 20 concerts, <laughs> I don't know, maybe not less. Not I liked Willie Nelson. I saw Willie Nelson at Tramps. That, oh, was, I bet cool. that was awesome. Yeah, because Tramps was like a smaller venue in the city. Not super small, but pretty, pretty like, bar room small yeah. i saw him in the 90s and it was that was really cool so i, I liked that one a lot I saw yeah. willie nelson a lot of times huh. yes, he, <laughs> who is your your what was your favorite concert or me I, well i was gonna i was thinking the same the leonard cohen concert because it was so interesting because we're in this giant, we're at the Radio City Music Hall, which is this giant theater. And you felt like you were in a small listening room. Everyone was quiet. Like, I think, I think one of us had like some sort of like a piece of gum or something and you could like hear us unwrapping it. It's like when you're in the theater and you don't want to unwrap anything, it was crazy. And it was just, um, I mean, he was such an incredible performer that um but not not in that like pyrotechnic way you know just 
But he's a show, he is kind of like a showman. Yeah, he he, does he, he definitely thing, had yeah. had his show and you know. But um yeah, I just felt it was like it was such an incredible thing. I had never seen such a big concert be so feel so intimate, you know. And I think that's really like that's you know, sometimes you go to concerts to like party with your friends and have a good time, but other times, you know, it's really about you want to like connect with the artist in some way. You can't do that at these like huge, massive concerts. That's when you're like part. But with you can on my corner of New York right. with Dante and Jessica. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, that's why. I mean, obviously, that's why we have kept doing this for yeah. so long. Like all these other why? people have been live. I thought we were drunk. Falling- <laughs> 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 Nobody has. Um, you know, all these people were live streaming and everyone stopped, but we, we love it. It's just like, it's so fun. And no matter what's like, we could have, we could be having like such a awful day for whatever reason. And it's like, I don't, it just puts us in a whole nother place and we get to come out on the balcony and, and the children kind of know, like, this is our time to kind of do our thing and they'll just leave us alone. We're not. <laughs> Well, you know, Jackson only came up here twice. That's pretty good. It's a good day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I get it completely. I mean, I'm the one that was late because I was texting my daughter to come home from the park. So get it. Totally get yeah. it. Yeah. It's fun. It's like, you, then you're in, then all of a sudden you're connecting with these people from all over the world, you know? It's like, it's so cool. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and music, like you can, I mean, I'm not playing the music most of the time, but but um, it's so easy to connect with people over music. It's such a, it's such a universal thing. You know what I mean? It's, admit it, you're a Michael Bolton fan. For me, it doesn't get any better than when he sings when a man loves a woman, but you must really love him. <laughs> he's, he's like a quote person. He would just oh, no, do quotes it. all day, every day. <laughs> It's my kind of guy. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I really believe, oh, this is a good one, actually. We'll, we'll post this up in the quarantine as a question. Like, what movie quote describes your life or what movie quote do you use constantly? Oh, God. Sometimes nothing can be a real cool <laughs> hand. <laughs> you do say that a lot. Um, yeah. We got to get a bigger boat. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. I don't have a boat. Oh, uh, metaphorical. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where are you going to put Is that what you say about the house? Yeah. <laughs> Apartment's a little so small. Yeah, that's true. But we can't leave because we like the view. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good rent deal. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, keep with the view. That's, a, that's actually really why. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, guys, yeah. I know that you've you've been on for a while so i'm sure you're wiped out and i apparently need to go home and parent so we're, we are going to close up but thank you guys so much for coming on this is yeah this has been such a blessing to get to meet people that otherwise would have never connected in any other way shape or form and yeah. so thank you for giving up your time and, and your music and <laughs> okay Join us on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes for Speak Easily with Krista Stoffer. See amazing people like Dante and Jessica. Thank you guys again so much. You're in thank you. Humans, and I love you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll I guess thank you. Yes, thank Thanks you. for having us. Thanks. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Boxland Media. Think big.